This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycast. We've got a, a guest today. That's and we, do we? Do we? Oh yes, we, have a guest? Uh, we do have a guest. We do. Is this a tea-related guest? Possibly. All right, spill the tea. Who is spill. our guest? <laughs> Joan Lou is our guest today, and she's from Gocha Fresh Tea. Hi guys. Morning. No oh, afternoon. Uh, yeah. Welcome Good afternoon. to the Escape Hour. Yes. Joan, tea. You've made a life out of tea. Mm. Spill the tea. What brought you into this hot beverage or? sometimes cold beverage world well because like i'm actually really a big fan of tea and because like tea is actually more of like i drink tea every day and then that's where like i get into to know more about tea where it's actually like healthy and benefit and then for my own self and at the same time like it's actually like a trend right now throughout like the world like even australia right now that's why like i love it what do you think has changed and made tea so fashionable so quickly and so globally? Do you think it's the um, the, the the acceptance to uh, modern Asian culture through K-pop, J-pop, anime that people have looked to what else comes with that? Or do you think it's something different? I think it's sort of like everything. Where like because tea in traditional, it's more of like tea with the hot water and it's more of like just a normal thing. But then now people start to put in like toppings and all the kind of stuff and like you know cheese foam right now it's like a big trend and then together mm. yeah so it's kind of like it's more fun than like just a traditional traditional like natural benefit you, then, you were saying that um traditional mind is mm. uh, that it's uh hot yeah hot tea do you think the trend is cold uh or not or mixed it's a mix i would mm. say Mm. What do you think the hottest trend in tea is? At the moment, I think that it's like the fresh tea and on top with the cheese foam. A lot of people right, explain think, cheese. Yeah. Yes, What's, yeah. <laughs> explain so, and take foam. us right through this process because people are going to struggle with the idea of cheese and tea. Yep. So, um, a lot of people would think that cheese and tea is actually a worst idea ever <laughs> that you can have. Well, so, when you talk about cheese, I picture slice of brie yes. or a little bit of camembert and maybe Stefan's French yeah and, <laughs> and so like because gotcha the way we make it is like we use the real a cheese cream cheese that we have and then we like mix it together with other creams and all that make it like smooth and creamy and that's how like actually very like it suits with the fresh tea and makes it like creamy and natural at the same time like it's, it's just very it's salty but then with the tea it's a bit sweet it kind of just match. I don't know how to describe that, but it's just like when you try it, it's the weird the first time when you have it. But then once you get used to it after that, it's actually like it's just very addictive. What's the yeah. technique to drinking it? So I think there's two way. First, like people will tend to just mix it and then just drink it like that. But then for myself, I love to drink it from like the tip of their mouth, like where you just have a f- first sip of the cheese first. And it's like, wow, it's so creamy. And then after that, <laughs> I got sick of the taste and that's why I put a straw in and I just like kind of sip the tea out first and then together with the cheese. So you mean so, it floats on top of Yeah, tea. it will float on top of tea. So mm. what's a good kind of tea to have underneath it? What complements cheese? So I think um, green tea would be good because like green tea is 
like not as strong as black tea, I would say. So it's more of like refreshing. And then some tea, like for example, four season that we have, um, it's floral. So like at the same time, you don't only taste like just green tea, but then you taste a little bit of like the sweetness and the floral taste of it at the back when you have it. So it's very like soothing and relaxing when you mm. have it. Mm. Stefan, so have you tried this cheese? The, well, the cheese or... Cheese tea? No, I haven't. I must say, I don't think I've ever try, tried a, a bubble tea, any of these um, these teas. I haven't tried. I'm not a big fan of, of flavoured teas. I'm oh, more... Stefan, we've got a whole <laughs> show for you to listen to. <laughs> you will try one after this. Yeah. I'm more of a kind of you know, black tea with a little bit of milk. Mm-hmm. Um, Traditional It's because you lived Probably in the UK. For I lived so in the UK for, yeah. for a little bit, and um, yeah. so in your the cream cheese tea, does, you, does it still have a little bit of sugar for the tea part? Because you said it's quite salty yeah. at the top. So when you dive into the tea yeah. itself, so it, people can actually like change the sugar level based on like their own uh-huh. like whether they like it sweet or not, but. Tea by itself actually has like his like its own sweetness. Mm. So like yeah. together, it's actually very like a good combination with it. Although it sounds weird, I would say. Mm. <laughs> I've tried. So it. you have tried Do you it, like it, and you what's the I've verdict? Tried it twice. The first time um, I realised it was going to be an acquired taste, and this, I hadn't acquired that as yet. So um, I thought I'm not going to be put off. I'm going to try it again. And I did try it again, and I did exactly what Joanne you were describing, is you have a first sip with a bit of the tea. And it's actually quite surprising because there's an underpinning sweetness and some uh, temperature to it. Mm. And I think cheese uh, tends to change its flavour profile when it's heated. Yeah. And mm. it doesn't have that sort of um, uh, same feeling of fattiness to it. Yes. And um, the sweetness from the tea underneath. And I, I did have green tea because that's what I was um, recommending because I asked them, all right, first time here, what do I do that's going to make me deal with this? Yeah, confused. And they um, basically said exactly what you said is the green tea has yeah. a, a nice combination with it and here's a straw, do this. And it was a paper straw, so we're worried about the turtles yep. at the same time. So it was all a very good experience. Love listening to Joy Podcasts? Why not volunteer for our program production team and help us reach a greater audience so more people can enjoy our fantastic LGBTI content? Email me, Pete, to find out more. ppc at joy.org.au. Joy 94.9, your voice, your radio station. We've been talking cheese tea. Cheese tea, yes. So and we're going to talk about other things. Are we? We're going to spill the tea <laughs> on the beautiful country of Malaysia. We're with Joanne. Joanne, you are from Gotcha Tea. You've made tea your life. But you've originally... From Malaysia. From Malaysia. So let's yes. talk about Malaysia. It's one of our closest na- neighbours. Yep. We have a very long relationship mm-hmm. with Malaysia. Yep. And you're one of the reasons why we have such high regard for Malaysia. Talk to us about <laughs> coming from Malaysia. Yep. Um, so Malaysia is actually a very multicultural place, I would say. Like, it's similar to Australia. But at the same time, because um, Malaysia is more of like a Muslim-based country, but... At the same time, like, everyone's just able to live together. And then we have, like, different kind of food that we love. And then that's, I think, like, that's how, like, the food makes us together. So, yeah. the Malaysian indigenous culture is one thing. But what are the yes. other cultures that really stand out in Malaysia? So, um, the indigenous is one of the biggest population. And then the next comes to Chinese and Indian. They are, like, the three um, biggest, like, races in Malaysia. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, which uh, forms the language too, because yeah. Malaysian uh, English, which is probably the most yeah. commonly spoken language between the groups, and also like it's very distinctive, lah. Mm. Yeah, so you know the okay, lah. Yeah. yeah, and because like we have a mixture of like all these languages, so mm. basically because I'm like Chinese-born Malaysian, so I actually know like Malaysian language, Chinese language, a little bit of my own dialect, and at the same time English. So basically, when we talk like to each other with Malaysians, like between Malaysians, we would tend to mix all the language in. Which makes other people think that it's very confusing. Like it is, yeah. That's why. <laughs> yeah, like it's okay, la. You know, <laughs> which is Singapore has a very similar yes, yes um, uh, take because yeah. similar um, ethnic mix. Yes, slightly different depending where you are. Mm. So um, you grew up in Malaysia, and yes. then you cast your eyes a little bit further east mm. to the beautiful country, country. Australia. No, Taiwan. Taiwan. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so I've been traveled to... So many countries in yeah, your Yeah, I'm sorry. You're very international for a young lady. Yeah, so I've been to Taiwan a few times. Mm. And um, most, like, that caught my eye was the food that they have and also, like, the scenery, especially, like, Taipei. Taipei is one of, like, my favorite city to travel in Taiwan. Mm. Taiwan was never really on the tourist trail, not like... Hong Kong, Singapore, yeah. Malaysia, Thailand. Yes. Um, there were so many other places. And Taiwan has recently become one of the hottest parts of Asia to go to. Let's talk about that. Why has it become so cool? I think because, like, most of, um, like, they start to promote, like, Taiwan through, like, media as well, where the music, the pop music, Chinese pop music is very popular from that side as well. And um, I think the food as well, it's actually very different from China as well because um, they're really famous with their snacks, their night markets. And a lot uh, of shopping, yeah, street foods. That's why we see them down here on Swanson Street now. Mm. Uh, Taiwanese uh, street food, yeah, specialties and desserts. Yes, the desserts. Do you know, like, there's a trend right now where they have the cake and there's like the poles on top together with the cheese. No, it's more cheese. What is yeah. it? Is I, I don't know. Like cheese, Taiwanese just a big cheese. Thing right. Yeah, like they always have the trend of like all this weird, but very. They work. Yeah, they work. Mm. And uh, so LBGTI rights in. Taiwan are probably some of the most progressive in all of uh, East Asia. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah, so mm. have you been to the Pride? Uh, not really, but then I have heard about news where um, LGBT in Taiwan is actually a very like heavy promoter. Even the government has been supporting them, like the community, to have the rights of gay marriage and all that kind of things. Mm, nearly mm. got there too, yeah. yeah. No, I think it will happen mm. not too not too long. Not too far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, one of the biggest pride events of the year is in Taipei. Mm, yes, because yeah. Taipei is where like the most trendy mm. and new things happen. Yeah, it's a big Taiwan. city. Yeah, <laughs> great city. And we uh, we have a podcast on Taiwan Pride. So we, if, um, we do. So if listeners want to download the podcast, three months ago, I think. Uh, yes, I think so. A couple of months ago, or three months ago, three, um, three or four months ago, we mm. had uh, um, a whole show on um, uh, Taipei Pride mm. with, with people who have been and uh, really enjoyed it and were thoroughly impressed. We've got a message, and I think I need to make a little bit of a of a clarification. So Brad um, telling us that even black tea is flavoured. The flavour depends on what your blend is, e.g. Earl Grey, English breakfast. So for you to say you don't like flavoured tea is an oxymoron. Uh, <laughs> possibly, leaves I, meant, I really meant yeah. teas with fruity flavours. This is what, not what I don't like. And I don't like Earl Grey for that matter. So oh. not it's the too bergamot in It's the, the bergamot. Mm, it's all those it. fruits that have been added now to, to, to black tea that I don't like. 
it's so not I, to your taste. So yes, there is a flavour to black tea, clearly, but not to my taste. Yes, if you tea add leaf some flavor. fruit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's was that's my little clarification on this. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> uh, Stefan has very firm views on French <laughs> traditionalism in food, and uh, he might be displaying it himself today. Thank you very much, Brad, for letting us uh, hear your feedback. Appreciate that on the escape hour. Let's talk about your favourite f- mm. uh, flavours, Joanne. What do you like in your tea? Or have you got a broad range for the day, I all think, different teas for all different hours? Yeah, I think it's more of, like, depends on my mood and all that kind of thing. Like, when I'm into, like, some more, like, fun drink, and I'll choose, like, the one that has, like, fl- fruit flavour mm. that yep. you don't like. It's, yeah. <laughs> but that's all right. I'm sorry. And there's, like, it's toppings fine. in it. It's pretty fun to have it with. But sometimes if I think, like, I just want something that's more simple, I'll just go with, like, a simple tea, like, mm. grey milk tea, or, like, just yeah. four season tea, and on top with a cheese foam. That's that's what I like. Okay. Mm. Well, tea's originally from China. Yes, And I was taken uh, to Europe, and the Russians are big tea drinkers, the English are big tea drinkers. Yes. A lot of tea all throughout Europe, and, the, and then the, the West, as they colonised the rest of the world, took it with them. So tea's all over the world, originally yeah. Chinese. It was basically hot water and leaves. Leaves, yeah. And it's progressed so much from there. Yeah. Yeah. So where do you see the trends in tea going? Um, basically because um, it has been like just tea and hot tea uh, the hot water as you say as you say it i think people just tend to play around more with like just the basic flavor that they have and then um at the same time like they don't only just um think about the fun and all that kind of thing we start to kind of move to like where healthy and natural um places like, like so less sugar yeah less sugar and more then cheese. like more natural stuff fresh milk <laughs> instead of like artificial milk powder even the toppings like we freshly cook it instead of like well made in a can and all the kind of things so yeah. what are the uh, does gotcha do uh, all the bubble tea additives with the so like basically for our drink it's like um every order is made freshly so once you order the drink and then we make like freshly from extracting the tea to like just brewing and adding all those sugar stuff so every cup is fresh Mm -hmm. to me yeah and so what are the additives that you use in your so basically we use fresh milks and like sugar cane instead of like sugar syrup and milk powder Mm -hmm. yeah and then without our our toppings like grass jelly puddings and all that we freshly cook them every day so what are they so basically pudding it's i would say it's kind of like you know like a creme brulee thing but it's the consistency it's more like like gelatin Ah. Yeah, so it's, it's a dairy, eggy. Yes, dairy, eggy. But then, like at the same time, it's a pretty bit sweet. Mm, a little bit sweet. I would say it tastes a little bit like corn. I don't know. That's that's how it. Like a corn custard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Mm. Oh, Stefan's mm. about to have corn custard tea. He's gone from one extreme to the other. <laughs> <laughs> and what other toppings? Uh, so there's like um, the pearls. Not even like the, the the black pearl is probably like the boba, the one that everyone knows. But mm. then now we have um, different kind of pearls, like golden pearls, mini pearls. Where golden pearls is like honey flavored, and mm. then it's more natural that we don't use like artificial um, sugar syrup, but instead we use like honey to mix with the pearls. So it's more, I would say, like. It goes on well with fruit teas. Because that's the most and, like, popular. And like simple tea as well. Yes. For the, every time you walk down Swanson Street, yeah. there the, the pearls you're seeing yeah. at the bottom of everyone's cup. Yeah, because people will think that like it's kind of weird to not have toppings with milk tea. But mm. then, yeah. You're listening to a Joycast from GLBTIQ Community Radio Station, Joy 94.9. And we've got Joan Lou here from Gotcha Fresh Tea. So, Joan, we're talking a little bit about before the break on 
about Taiwan yes. and you know the LGBTI in Taiwan. Uh, but the interesting thing for you is that you source all your tea from Taiwan. Yes, that's so what's, right. So why do you, why did you decided to just go there exclusively one place? So basically, because um, we are able to source from Taiwan, it's because the Alisa Mountain that we have, it's actually our own farm that we are able to take all the tea leaves from there. So um, because Alisan Mountain, it's actually a very high altitude mountain, and we decided to able to source from Taiwan. It's because um, Alisan Mountain, it's a very great place to pick like different kind of teas that are able to like keep us throughout the whole season. So variety. Yeah, variety. Yeah. Uh, hey, variety. Yeah, and because like um, around like Alisan Mountain, it's where like we pick the, like the right altitude. For the farmers to able to handpick their tea leaves, mm. and then we are able to just have our own manufacturing place to go and like dry the tea leaves and then keep it and um like and then import direct. Yeah, and import direct for for ourselves. Yeah. So um, talk about the mountains in Taiwan because most people I think uh, associate Taiwan as being an island which is mostly a city, kind of like a bit of a Hong Kong or a Singapore where it's a very urban island. But it sounds like there's enough agriculture uh, and mountains that people should be exploring and thinking yeah. wider than Taipei yeah. if they are travelling to Taiwan. Yeah, so basically Taiwan is actually no, like known for the uh, city like Taipei. Mm. But then like not even like far away from Taipei, maybe like an hour drive to two hours, you can just go to a small alley that's called Jiu it's actually a very great like old town where there's like an alleyway that you can go through and then able to try some of the snacks from Taiwan and also it's just like, like a hutong experience. Yeah, but then they are actually known for like tea shops where they have like a oh. yeah like the balcony on outside where you can order like the tea that you like and then just have a sip and just look at the scenery. It's very relaxing and yeah. So a lot of traditional old Chinese architecture. Mm. Ah, beautiful. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. And, yeah. It's like misty, yes. cloudy on top of the mountain, not like in a city where you have like high-rise building and all that. So it's a mm. different kind of Taiwan. That you and calm mm. <laughs> compared to Taipei. Yeah. And it's very busy. And still snacks. Yeah, and still snacks. <laughs> snacks. So like if you think that it's not the kind of like what you want, you can just go down to the alley and get some snacks. So what's on the menu? Um. So... There's actually quite a few, like, with the desserts, from desserts to, like, um, savoury stuff. So one of the things that I think people should go and try in Taiwan is a thing that's called stinky tofu. Yeah. Have you heard of it? Yeah. No, not heard of it. It's probably easy to convince, say, that it's Chinese name, than stinky tofu. Yeah. Talk to us about stinky tofu. (laughs) So stinky tofu, the reason that we call it stinky is because everyone thinks that it's actually, like, it smells bad from the outside. And because, like... I don't know. Personally, I love it because even though it smells bad, but once you taste it, it's actually pretty juicy and with the sauce and all that, it's it's fun. And so, uh, so why is it called stinky? Is it because it's fermented? Is it a bit like... Yeah, it's fermented. Yeah, right. That's why it smells bad. So, But uh, fermented food is quite often yeah. smell and terrible, but tastes mm. amazing. Do you know one of the fruit that's called durian? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> it's a big thing in Malaysia. Sadly. So, <laughs> it's almost the same thing. They even ban are- like, people to get it into the bus and public transport because it's just yeah, not that... You can't, you can't have yeah. them in hotels as well. No. There's big signs. Like, yeah. I go to ta- Thailand quite often and there's big signs in, in hotels. Saying, no durian. No durian allowed. Because so for those like, of us who don't know, durian... Explain what durian <laughs> smells like. Um, because I 
I know it's a bad thing for me to say. I don't like durian as well, so it smells bad for myself. But people that like it, they would say that it's like passion fruit and mango mm. and it's creamy at the same yeah, but time. But what is it? I can like I can <laughs> tell you if you I want. Um, yes. Last year at RMIT, they called the fire brigade because there's, oh, yes, there's, big, there's yeah. big a gas smell in one of the buildings. It was and a it turns out it was a durian. That was, it was a rotting durian. It was left in a locker. Yes. I was at RMIT at the time. Yeah. So and that's what it smells like. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, very dear friend John Tan from Singapore calls it, it's like eating custard on the toilet. <laughs> that's that's his description of yeah. durian. Yes, you agree. <laughs> I would agree with that. <laughs> so it's not for everyone. Apparently, if you, if you get past the, the smell, it's, it's beautiful. I haven't tried it because I cannot get past the smell. But um, I've got a uh, feeling there's an expression in Singapore that it uh, smells like hell and tastes like heaven. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Is that That's a, a common is. phrase? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, okay. So, do you do durian tea? <laughs> um, yes, we do have we a drink that's called oh. durian milk, but I'm not a huge fan with that. But is I, it popular? Is it a big seller? It's very popular within like so Southeast Asian like, ah. students and all that. They ah, actually okay. love it. And then top it up with uh, cheese foam, and we have a yeah cheese foam again, and it's super creamy. So and does that's what does it smell like durian, or is just the yeah? Taste? So, so when you, you make smell it, as well. yeah, it smells like durian, like. Because our because syrup, like, yeah. <laughs> the durian smell, because the flavour is taste. It's the real durian that we have in our... Yeah. yeah. Oh. The flavour is smelling, right? So the, you yeah. can't taste anything unless you smell it. So you'd have to smell very durian-y. Yeah. Does the cheese keep the, fla- the durian smell down? I think I would say not really. It actually makes it mm. even creamier in a way. Oh, does it? Yeah. Uh, of course, because durian does have that kind of... Um, Custody. Yeah. yeah. Ah, Okay. Yeah, well, and maybe a, you said it was durian milk tea. Yeah, so it's durian milk topped it up with cheese foam. So, mm. is it just the fruit milk? So it's basically like the durian because we had it in like a syrup form where we used the real durian and mixed it together with the sugar cane that we have. Ah, yeah. So right. it's all like so natural and real fruits. Yeah, no, it's actually not a tea, ah. and with the milk. Otherwise, it'll be too weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I love all these creative flavors yes. and, and additives. It's just fantastic how um, uh, how innovative. But it's become such a big deal. You see, so many people wandering around the city. Who are your? What's your customer profile? Because it's certainly not just so, young people. Yeah, just not young people. But then I would say mainly it's more of students because in the like city area, there's a lot of unis around. Mm. And at the same time, there's um, workers, like young workers, that they have like chill with a drink during lunchtime and after works, after working hours. So there's a big mix of people that I've seen because we our offices, our studio here is just opposite Chinatown. So we quite often go for lunch or whatever yes. before or after uh, broadcasting. And mm. you see how many tea shops have sprung up, all mm. different varieties. And there's Japanese ones that focus on matcha and, yes. you know, it's such a big business and there's queues everywhere. Yeah. But the queues are very different. Uh, just this morning, I saw an African family or people with African heritage lining up. The whole family were ordering their teas and they knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah. Like this is not the first time they've been there. So it's just big mushroom to popularity. I think people, yeah, are just willing to try new things right now. Mm. Mm. I've missed my favourite show on joy. What do I do? What do I do? Podcasters to battle! Joy podcasters fight on tirelessly to bring you the best bits of every show. So if you've missed something recently on Joy, don't worry, our podcasters have your back. Head to joy.org.au and click on the podcast tab or look us up on iTunes. Podcasters on Joy 94.9, fighting tirelessly for your listening pleasure. 
Asian pop music is so huge right now, particularly K-pop and J-pop. So is, is, is that a part of your cultural referencing when you're looking at how you're putting your teas together? Yeah, a little bit. Like, we would be happy, like, sometimes because um, we're going to have one, you know, Jackson. It's one of, like, the Chinese pop um, very big, like, superstar right now. And then we're going to, like, celebrate his birthday soon as well. So it's like... With a special we, tea? Yeah, with a special tea. Like, so that the fans get, like, free drinks for that as well. So how are you going to put his tea together? Is it durian-based? Uh, no, like, so they get to choose any tea that they like. Ah, oh. uh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so he's one of the biggest Chinese pop stars at the moment, is he? Yes, and then together with, like, K-pop, like, yeah. Blackpink. Blackpink is one of, like, my fan as well. Do you guys know that? Blackpink. Blackpink. No, no but we do have a uh, K-pop show on Joy 94.9 um, uh, that focuses on Asian uh, pop, uh, mostly K-pop. Mm-hmm but also J-pop. Yeah. I, I think a lot more Chinese is coming through, yeah. Yeah, and also, because we were talking about, like, LGBT just now, mm-hmm. and I think that, like, people has been starting to kind of put on, like, the... Like, to put on the awareness, like, how they, like, start to put on music throughout the media and saying that we're, we're supporting and welcoming, like, people, equality, and, mm. like, yeah. And especially, do you know, um, one of the famous Chinese singer that's called Jolene Tsai? Yes. Yeah, like, she, she has been, like, quite a while in the media. Like, she, she has been promoting quite a few. And do you know, like, songs like um, We Are Different But The Same and, like, Fantasy, like, throughout the music videos that she has, she heavily promoted, like... It's it's okay. It'll be and, GTI, yeah. inclusion and yeah. diversity. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's done a fantastic job. It's mm. huge, and it's a big, brave message to take in communities which are still, in many respects, quite conservative and traditional yes. in family values. Which and they perceive LBGTI mm. uh, rights outside of those. Mm. Yeah. So it's big, and you know, that's fantastic. And do you, do you see that as going to continue going in that direction throughout Asia? Yes, I think, like, slowly by slowly. But um, one of the downsides were, like, countries that are more, like, Muslim-based, it's pretty hard for them to kind of, like, get out of the belief mm. that they have. But mm. at the same time, it doesn't mean that we are going against it. But, like, people are starting to get more aware and, like, supportive about this. Mm. 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 Which is great because, I mean, it's a huge amount of um, the world's population falls within Asia. I think it's over a third, if not a half, of the the souls on the planet. So Mm. there are a lot of LBGTI people who desperately need some support and recognition and some inclusion in the rest of society. But we're really here to talk about tea, not yeah, politics. Sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. No, 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 no. It's very positive. Well, I mean, as a LBGTA, LBGTIQ station, mm. um, rights, recognition and respect are very big things for us. And uh, it's very complex living in a world where there is quite a shift between uh, progress that's very hard fought for and areas where there is little interest in progressing the rights of LBGTI people. Um, culture is one thing, religion is another, but yeah. there is uh, it tends to be where there is less religious dogma, mm. there is a much easier road out of um, having so much oppression for LBGTI people. So even talking about um, any country, uh, you know, th- there's there's no utopia in the entire world. But it's so positive to see so much of Asia turning around. And I think that that has um, a lot to do with how young Asia is and how what a youth yeah. community there is. We look at China and so many other countries where the uh, the average age is very, very low. So in Malaysia, it's a very youthful country, correct? Yeah. So um, it's uh, a lot of people focusing on um, thinking outside, uh, travelling yeah. outside, uh, getting education outside of Malaysia, yes. yeah. bringing that home, bringing those thoughts home. 
Yeah. Mm. Is that what you've done yourself personally? Yeah, because like um, basically because I'm from Malaysia and then I traveled to uh, I came to Australia four years back and I see that there's a, like a very huge difference between Australia and Malaysia because Malaysia tends to be more like conservative in terms of like the community but then it's good that how we see the difference between Australia and then we are able to think of out of the box at the same time mm. and then bring that back to Malaysia and then yeah from there we kind of see like different perspective but it's a big mm. two-way street there's things you bring from asia to australia that's made this country so much more um worthwhile living in and being a part of the community mm. tea being one of them so yeah. it's become such a big um uh cultural shift that uh, melbourne is a very coffee town yes. i mean you can't argue that but we're also a very asian town we have been for a very long time yeah. where um, so many fellow melburnians have asian heritage uh, and it becomes a much stronger uh, bigger part of who we are and uh, our cultural wealth is now being um, uh, contributed to by so many Asian influences, tea being one of them. Now, where do you see um, this tea trend going? Because it just looks like it's everywhere. It was kind of a big bubble tea, kind of had a fad a few years ago that faded away, but this seems to be more of a, uh, a standard approach to street food. You don't do it at home, but it's something you do when you're out, right? So yeah. do you see that continuing... Yes, I do see that continuing and I think it will like still grow because like last time, like I would say like a few years back, people already know milk tea as like a quick drink that you drink for like, like that you like the flavor. But then we we try to promote like for Gotcha Fresh Tea, we try to promote like to let everyone know that um, we use like healthy and no, not artificial stuff for our drinks and then make sure that it's healthy for everyone and it's natural. And from there, I think we can actually expand a lot of um, ideas and like fun stuff to like the community to know like milk tea is just not like milk tea that you used to know but it's like a healthy drink that you can have it every day mm. yeah but it's a fun social drink I, mm. I see people getting it together uh, like well, getting it in a group yeah like like it's it's kind of funny where like sometimes like, i even see like people coming into gotcha and then they'll be like oh like only one of like my friends gonna get one drink and i'll be like oh why why, why are you guys gonna share it like just one drink just have one like everyone will be mm. happy you know and they're like yeah. <laughs> you're listening to a joycast from gld tiq community radio station joy 94.9 joanne Forgot your tea. Yep. You've been uh, really helping change the culture and how tea is consumed and how that works in Melbourne. Really, thank you very much for participating in that. But you take your travel cues yourself and yeah. you see the world through your own yes. eyes. What is your favourite place to travel or where is your ambition to go? Well, um, I've been to quite a few countries mm-hmm. and like I think my favourite is where like European countries. Because like it's because I'm from Malaysia and Malaysia is like more Asian style and all that kind of thing. So I tend to enjoy to look on like more Westernized culture and all that kind of thing and experience like different kind of um, how they live and mm. all that kind of thing. So one of my favorite place is actually uh, Italy. Do, have mm. you guys been there? Yeah, because like mm. the food, especially because I'm a huge fan of the food. And well, Italian food yeah. is popular. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. So. Yeah. And one of the places that I feel like I want to go next is probably Turkey, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Turkey Interesting. Is a, yeah. I don't know much about it, but it's mm. just like a thing that I feel like I, a I would love it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Interesting history that Eurasian history is bridged. Yeah. 
two continents for so long and it's been such a major player in world history and fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and great beaches. Have you been to Turkey? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not personally. But um, I know a lot of people who yeah, have. Yeah, I haven't been. Yeah. It's somewhere I would, I'd, I'd mm. like to go, but it's somewhere I haven't got to yet. And uh, yeah. I've known a lot of people who have been, and none of them have expressed anything negative at all mm. about Turkey. No, that's it's all been so just it's really um, love the yeah. experience and the people and the history. Yes, it's yeah. on the list. There's so, so many places on the list. The biggest question we ask every yep. guest is roll or fold? Roll or fold? Do my energy. So uh, we'll give you a little bit of background. <laughs> I'm sorry. When you well, pack, when you pack, not when you're going to the loop. No, when you pack for a trip in your suitcase, do yep. you roll your clothes? Or do you fold your clothes? I roll my clothes because it will have more space. Because you know, girls tend to, you know, kind of pack more outfits and they have that OOTD photo every day. What's OOTD? So it's like um, I can't remember what's yeah, like outfit, outfit of, the, of the day. Yeah, that's oh. why, like you know, on Instagram. <laughs> So you got to get that outfit. So you've got to get your influencer vibe going. Yes. <laughs> outfit of the day. Outfit of the day. I've never yeah. heard of that. I'm too old, clearly. You're clearly <laughs> showing our age now. Oh. <laughs> so turkey next, you roll your clothes, and we'll have uh, Instagrammable photos every day of the outfits of the day. I hope so, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Mm. Well, thank you very much for joining us on Joy 94.9. It's mm. been an uh, absolute joy to hear more mm. about tea. I think I might have yes. to go and get one of those beautiful 32-degree days, Stefan. It's Which nice is now 30. I know, it's nearly oh, there, but okay. by the time we get out there, there'll yes. be some beautiful, cool, refreshing tea somewhere here in the city of Melbourne. <laughs> yes, I will. I'll try them. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm going to call you right, right now. We're going out to find a tea in Chinatown for you. You have to get over your phobia. Thank you for joining us on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.